0: Constantly just remind myself of those words. God has a plan. There's something you know, you know. Just because one door closes, that means another you know, one is opening. Um, you know, doors that do close or you know sometimes blessing in disguise. Uh, things of that nature have helped me be like very grounded, and I think have been able to you know, help me uh, be able to continue to grow.
1: Hi, my name is Prince Daniels Jr., and I'm a former NFL running back. An author and thought leader who lives by the mantra, nothing is impossible unless you truly believe it is. I found the Game Beyond the Game talk that talk as a place for thought-provoking and inspiring conversations with professional athletes discussing life's transitions. Game Beyond the Game is an ecosystem for professional athletes to cultivate the mindset to discover their overall purpose and vision in the game of life. And now... It's time to talk that talk with your MC Stan Pearson II, and myself, Prince Daniels, Jr.
2: Today we're joined by Rob Sims. Now, if you're not as familiar with Rob Sims, as you should be, he enjoyed a successful career as the offensive lineman in the NFL, you know, and then applying his trade, you know, with Seattle Seahawks and Detroit Lions over the course of nine years in the league. That's a beautiful, fruitful career. And as an ex-professional athlete turned entrepreneur, Rob has diligently pursued his passion for business and medical cannabis business, real estate, and philanthropy. So he's nonstop moving and shaking, certainly uh, on a regular basis since his career and beyond. So please welcome Mr. Rob Sims. How are you doing right now?
0: I'm good, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you
2: having me. Anytime, thank you so very much for being a part of Game Beyond the Game's 21-day transition. Uh, So, you know, today we're talking about you know specifically, you know, faith and spirituality during this time, during COVID nineteen, during this pandemic. You know, so you know, what are your thoughts as we as we jump into this? How has your faith, faith and spirituality, helped you during this time?
0: Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, you know, first and foremost, uh, you know, I'm a Christian. Um, I believe I believe in uh, I believe in Jesus Christ. Uh, I believe you know he is uh, you know he is he is my savior, my Messiah. But, you know, for for this conversation, I think it's more important to talk about, you know, what faith, what the Bible has has, uh, allowed me to do, some of the things it's freed me from. Um, So, you know, just like in COVID, which is a transition into something else we don't even know what it is, you know, just like, you know, athletes transition out of the league, you know, we're always under this, like, assumption that, um, you know, when we're done playing football, we're going to, like, ride off into the sunset it's going to be, like, you know, uh, you know, Trump is playing and, you know, you know outcast is going to be out there, you know, spitting, telling you how great we are. But, uh, you know, you learn really fast. And that's not the truth. And the truth is, it's just like in football, you know, or any sport you're playing, there are going to be things you have to overcome. There are going to be obstacles in your way. There are going to be people that are going to affect, affect the outcome of where you want to be. And these are all things that you're going to be have, have to juggle. The thing is, when you leave the game, the structure is gone, so you, you, have, you have all these things that you have normally in life, and now you have to adapt to this whole new way of how you pursue your day, your goals, your dreams, so uh, faith and spirituality has been so big for me for a couple of different reasons while I was playing ball, uh, right, before I was, right after I was drafted, I lost my father, um, so he never got to see me play, so... Beginning of my career was very, very uh, turbulent because I was, you know, one trying to figure out how do I play, you know. Second of all, how do I take care of my family? And now I'm living in Seattle, and they live in Cleveland, and you know, how how do I deal and grieve, and also become the best player I can be? So in those times, those moments when you're lost, I just think it's so important to find something to hold on to and something that can guide you through those times. So. Uh, for me, for me, it was my it was my spirituality, it's my religion, it's my faith, and um, no matter how many times I forgot about how how good God is and about faith and spirituality, um, I always had the foundation there. Where when things got bad, when I got out the league, let's say in this business we're in now, the medical cannabis business, and we started, you know, we've been humping at this for about three years. There's been a lot of ups and downs. Still a lot of still a lot of hills to climb. The thing that gives me strength day-to-day day is the fact that, look, when I, when I get done working or I get out of here, I get done managing my team or whatever it is, you know, there's somebody I can go to and say, look, hey, did I, did I do everything right? Am I walking the way you want me to walk? Hey, this is really your company. I'm just managing it. Am I, am I approaching this the right way? So um, a lot of people get, you know, get bogged down with in religion and faith as far as, like, I, gotta, I can't do certain things. Um, if, I'm, if I'm religious or I'm spiritual but if you really, really take the time to, like look at the Bible, read through the Bible you'll understand that it's really one of the most motivational tools you can find if you really think and talk to a lot of motivational speakers or listen to them, you'll hear, you'll, you'll hear this cadence and the cadence is repeated over and over and over in the Bible to these same principles So for me, uh, it was just good to go, hey, look, I'm going to go write to the book, stay in the book understand the book and understand like what the book is trying to teach me day in and day out, how to govern my family, my business, my philanthropy, sure. all that. So that, that's sure. a that nutshell, I feel like uh, my spirituality has really become my motivator more than anything.
2: Awesome. And, and to add to that question, you know, you mentioned how it's helped during your transition and generally what happens is, you know, people introduce us to things that help us in these next steps. So who do you say uh, brought, let's say the book, or the notion of spirit, spirituality, and faith to your attention as something that could help guide you and strengthen you during tough times. Who, who did you lean on? Uh,
0: you know, I mean, growing up, it was my it was my parents. You know, my parents, my parents, uh, you know, laid the foundation for me. Uh, my father was a deacon at our little small church in Cleveland, Ohio, Cornerstone, and. Um, you know, I, I remember I remember certain things like I remember I was supposed to be drafted. I thought the second round, third round, the latest. Back then it was day one and day two. Uh, for you day two people, you know, that feeling of not getting picked on the first day and what that feels like and how devastating that is. And, um, you know, like I mentioned before, my father died literally a month after I was drafted. But I remember going through that time and him being like, hey, look, guys, has got a plan. Like, you don't know what just – we don't know what happened. There's no need for you to sit here and be upset it's a plan for you. And now, you know, nine years later, when I look back at their career, I realized, you know what, if he would, have, if, if I would have been that second or third rounder and went to whatever team I was supposed to go to, I probably wouldn't have the outcome I have right now, which is the outcome I would change. So um, I've continued to just constantly, constantly just remind myself of those words. God has a plan. There's something, you know, You know, just because one door closes, that means another one is opening. um, You know, doors that do close are, you know, sometimes blessing in disguise. Uh, Things of that nature have helped me be like very grounded, and I think have been able to, you know, help me uh, be able to continue to grow.
2: No, no, please, Prince. What do you got? So,
1: I I wanted to say, um, would you say that you had the vision for what you're doing in your life currently? or did you have it when you were playing football? Because it seems like on the outside, it looks like you've been able to navigate through everything a little bit more easier than a lot of most athletes that look to retire, um, you know, and enter the game beyond the game. And so it's yep. it's usually a, like a struggle. And that, that segue is a struggle. I know it's a struggle for me, but mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of my friends, they, they it seemed like it was easy breezy. So tell me a little bit about that if you can.
0: Well, I I would think those friends that you're referring to are are lying (laughs) at some point. Um, You know, I was was fortunate. You know, my my dad played for the Browns for three years. Um, You know, he was a police officer after after that for a number of years before he passed. My wife's father played for the Dolphins, coached in the league for a number of years. So I always thought it good, bad, and ugly of what it looks like afterwards. So I I had a crash course which was my childhood of what the transition looks like. Mm, wow. Okay. And I was, and I so I was always in the back of my head, you know, when I was playing, I always had the same song playing in my head. Like, whoa, this is about to end pretty soon. And what's next? And what's next? And you know what? And the, the truth be told, even if I'd have made more money, even if I'd have been more comfortable, there still would have been something I would have been searching for when I got out the game. Mm. And I think everybody has that. And I think there's different versions of that. There's more. There's some that is vis- some that are visible, some that aren't visible. Um, but the transition is hard for everybody. Right. Um, for you know, even if it's just not a financial thing, you know, you know, certain things like when I wanted to retire, you know, I was getting this like push from my mom, my wife, to you have another year. all this, you know, and I and I, I really had to like think about that. And what I realized is um, when somebody would introduce my mom to somebody, it would be like, hey, this is Brenda Sims. Her son plays for such and such. So her identity was leaning on mine a little bit. So when I changed and said, look, I don't want to be this person anymore. I'm ready to move on and move to something else. She may not have been ready. So it brings brings more uh, pressure on the situation. Not that they did anything wrong. It's just that—that's how her life right. was. So you've got all these people around you, um, you know, that are that are marching down this path with you. It right. you know, may not be there every day, but it's still something they feel. And when it's time, when it's time for you to make a transition, they've got to make it with you. Um, so, um, you know, getting back to your question, you know, I don't, you know, I would think, like I said, I had the crash course. Um, with the transition and for me I, w- I knew I knew where it would land and I was really just trying to get ahead of the curve
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and say like look it's gonna hurt no matter what but at least when, when it hurts, you know, we're gonna have some things in place.
2: And we have it with this wall, <laughs> Rip right? it off like a band aid. It won't feel good, but right. <laughs> it'll yeah. be done.
0: But we gonna have we gonna be able to plug the hole. You know <laughs> what I mean? You know, we're gonna be bleeding, but we're gonna figure out a way to plug this
2: hole. Real quick, you know, you mentioned that a super unique perspective and you mentioned, you know, from Prince answer, asked you the question, like some of those people are lying. Right. Mm-hmm. But and not just that, there's some folks that are approaching, you know, retirement or that that new piece. Aside from what you just said, is there anything that they may not be anticipating, you know, in terms of their transition that they should be, you know, because there are folks who are going to come across this or who are watching right now or going to watch that are about to make the transition or in transition mode already, that are going to incur some things that they didn't anticipate. Is it? Is there anything else besides what you just mentioned?
0: You know, I think I think sometimes when you're in the league um, and you work the way we work, um, and it, it's it's hard day in and day out. So in the back of mind, you got this clock saying like, okay, when I'm done playing, I'ma chill. And I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna go do this and that whole like ride off into the sunset thing and just enjoy the rest of my life. The truth is that lasts about three weeks. <laughs> That's the truth. You know, those three weeks you go, are you chilling? You have a good time, and then you're like, whoa, what's next? So you know, as as athletes and as people that are competitive and people that are used uh, to somewhat being put on the pedestal and people that are used to winning every day or at least getting the opportunity to win every day. It is going to be an unbelievable culture shock, shock um, to those people when the winning don't feel the same, right. you know, and it don't, and it's really going to be about what, what helps you win.
1: So, right, 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 right.
0: Got people walking in like, right now, this is, that's how I went. You know, I'm encouraging my team, you know, bring, bring you know, we moving together. And, and so there is a, you know, it's, it's going to, you, you're going to be on the hunt for that, you know, no matter what you think, you know, it's just, you know, the the, the athlete I knew that was, you know, anticipating riding off of the sunset, most right. of them are pretty miserable
1: right now, Wow! wow. you know,
0: because they don't know what's, they don't, they don't, they've never, they've
1: never found out what's next. Speaking, speak, speaking of what's next, man, um I, you mentioned something about the spouses and they're going, them going through a transition.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, what kind of advice would you give um, to spouses or families to help support the loved ones doing, doing these changes and actually doing that transition from leaving the game? You know, because yeah. it's, like you said, it's tough. And a lot of people are not aware that the actual spouses and the family members go through the transition as well. They just think it's just the athlete. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, I, I think communication is so big when you're talking about a, a spouse, right? I, I was very, very open with my family about where I was when I was when I was trying to make my decision to leave uh, the game and just, you know, really, really taking the time to explain to them where I was physically, emotionally, mentally, you know, all of that. And they don't always get it the first time, you know, because, you know, let's face it, we, we, you know, it's a great lifestyle. You know what I mean? It's a great lifestyle for them. Um, so you, you got to keep hammering at home, you know, unfortunately. And then when you're done, you got to keep hammering at home because what will happen, um, and I've been blessed not to, you know, my wife's not, hasn't had this because obviously she, she too was a second generation NFL kid, so we got to do it together. But a lot of it is just, you know, when you leave, you know, you're gonna like you're gonna have that opposition, and you're gonna have those moments where it don't feel right, and you lost, and you don't know what you're doing. And it's important in those moments to reassure her, or the rest, or whoever is in your family, like, look, I, I got this. I just got to keep moving. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't, I can't go backwards. You know, like everybody thinks. You know, like, here I am, five years out of the game, I'm fifty pounds lighter. I, people always say all the time, you should go back and play. Like, I would get killed. Like, I, would, I, would, I would get killed. Like, they don't understand that. But is the team. Know, yeah, like, have you seen those guys? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't. You know what I mean? But So, um, you know, that's one of the things that we always – you're always going to have to work through is showing her who – you know, she's still looking for her champion. She married you for a reason. You are her champion. Mm. You're the one that goes out there and puts that on. on you, you, it was evident you put it on. You put it on the field. She was up in the box or up in the stands, looking down like that's my baby. But when the game ends, you know you got to prove to her that you're still the champion. So it don't feel right. So like uh, I see a lot of guys that get out and they don't have that same attitude and that confidence. And the marriage goes south, you know. And you are we always man point to the woman like, oh, she was just around for money or she was just doing this, and now she's going to leave. But the truth is, she lost her champion, because she lost you, because you lost yourself.
2: Wow. Well, that's a word, man. Listen, I haven't been in church in a minute. So at Sunday, I'm good on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> that right. was a word. Yeah. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah. <laughs> that was a word, man. Thank yeah. you, certainly, for delivering that. Most gave me uh, chills only because the honesty and transparency in those statements it's really easy to say as you mentioned oh that person is gone because of xyz but being honest enough to say well I married this person for a reason and what I saw in them during this time they married me for a reason for what they saw in me and so as opposed to saying oh they love me because I was playing this professional sport. Ultimately, they loved you because you were a champion or champion. the work ethic, uh, yep. right? Yep. Champion, you were amazing. Sharing. Thank you for sharing that. You seem like obviously you have some great insight, right? And obviously being a second generation, you no know, professional athlete, if you will, uh, that there are some conversations that you saw or things you experienced as a younger version of you. You've grown, you developed. Now you have a family of your own. You know what's some advice you would give to the younger? you you know fresh out of the league or heck 10 years ago or you know that little kid that one day always you know wanted to be like you know dad or playing the nfl what would you what advice would you give to the younger version of
0: you you know i I go back and, and, and say if i had to do it all over again what would i do um i thought you know and we talked a little bit earlier about how you know i started to buy real estate um i thought it was a great investment for me one Real estate money doesn't run out the door that easy. You still have you have something that you could sell, even though you know you may you may lose on a deal. I get that, but you ain't gonna lose everything. You know, so from player that was ideal for me. Um, um, it's it's not rocket science. So you start getting into a, a, a new endeavor, uh, real estate. You know, proved to be something I could pick up. You know, easy enough. I still got a lot to learn, but at least at, at least I, I was able to build a portfolio, which I knew, you know, I've been out five years now that has really sustained me, you know, and this, what we're building here is is new, you know, this is, this, this is the new, this is the next five years, the next 10 years, next 20 years that we're building here. But, um, you know, the, the, um, if I had to go back and do it all over again, I, I started buying real estate probably in year seven or eight. And, you know, I was done in nine. So if, if, if old Rob would go back to young 22-year-old Rob and just walk into Seattle, I'll be like, start buying real estate and do it now. Don't be afraid. You got to start working on, you know, you got to start working on the new you. Don't be the guy that it ends and you say, what am I going to do? You know, be the guy that is frantically trying to figure out what I'm going to do early on. You know, what's next? And you, you know, you always hear those guys that come in and say, uh, have a plan for when you're done playing football. And I hate it when they said that because I was not geared towards creating a plan. I was conditioned to being to follow a plan, as most of us players are. Ooh. So get around those people that can show you what the plan looks like. You know, stay a little extra in your, in, you know, when you're doing the charity stuff, the team, you know, <laughs> wants you to do. You know, don't be worried about just getting home and playing Xbox or even PlayStation, whatever it is. Like those people that's there, they there for a reason. They got money, so you should be you should be talking to them and understanding. Okay, why well, did you make your money? If you do that, what you will understand over over time is that they're not much smarter than you. They've just been trained different than you are. So if if I had to go back and say something different, I would say uh, don't complain about them charity events. Don't complain about when they put you in the room with those people. Get some out of it. Buy some real estate. Understand what it, you know, understand what that transaction looks like cuz you're going to be in a position to be able to buy more and more and more. And you got to invest in yourself earlier. You know what I mean? Like you're playing you're playing you're playing a game so you're 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 able to provided for financially and we have financial advisors that are saying give me your money give me your money so i can invest in investing so we can invest in your future the same thing you got to be saying to yourself i gotta invest in myself i gotta have i gotta have those books i gotta i gotta read i gotta learn i gotta get around the right people i gotta take some chances i gotta take some risk so if, if anything if i had to do it all over again i would go back and uh, the, the rob that started to merge about year six, seven, and eight. i would have kicked them in a high gear year one or two
2: Amazing! This is a quotable moment. Just so I want want to know too. Uh, most people are not smarter than you; they're just trained different than you. That's mm, right. For trained. whoever listens or watches this, mm. like down this into your download that statement into your DNA. My goodness, people are, man! It, it feels saying? like that's a word to you. Like it, it, I feel like you feel that in your soul,
0: man. It because because I always would say I would always think that. I would you know I would be going out and I would be timid for some reason or you know I, maybe I just don't belong in that room or I ain't do this or that or they're using words you know at the end of the day when you were playing football you go to a different team you a little bit behind you know what I mean but think about the reasons you're behind one I haven't been trained like you guys have been trained here and I don't know your nomenclature so you put me in the, I don't care where you put me now. You know, I don't care if if Bill Gates and Warren Buffett are there. Put me in the room and let me go to work. You know what I mean? You know, you you may be smarter. You may have more money. You may have all that. But let me go do my thing. See where I end up. Because I got something to bring to the table.
2: Love it. I know we're getting ready to to close out shortly, Matt. Prince, what thoughts do you have? Do you have any final thoughts? I'm going to do it too. I'm going to do it. I'm inspired right Whew, all right, sorry, Prince. What uh, what words do you have right now, or thoughts as we kind of close out uh, this talk? That talk to one day transition day.
1: Um, just I, I would say surround yourself around people like like Rob. Uh, I was fortunate enough to meet Rob through um, um my best friend, which I call my brother Calvin Johnson, and that's how Rob and I we had a chance to meet, man. And it's just always been love from 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 that day. You know, he would always pick on me um, <laughs> whenever I gave <laughs> my speech, because the title of my speech was called um, "Catch Your Dreams."
2: <laughs> I seen that speech. He, uh, right, that
1: speech. right. And, and man, ever since I did that that speech, man, Rob, every time you see me, what's up, PJ? Catch your dreams, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I always thought that was so cool, man, because uh, I, I I enjoyed that that camaraderie <laughs> um, when when you can. Yeah. When, we, when you can, um, uh, what's the word, Joan or, or kind of. Yeah.
2: Crack or, you Yeah. Crack or
1: rank on someone and, um, and, and they, and they can take it and they can dish it and receive it. So I think that's, that's a part of everything that we do. My, 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 my parting words is just, um, just, um, uh, what's some life advice that you can give someone that's, that's, man, that's just struggling. Um, and, and, Un- they are unable to find direction. And so what would, what would be some life advice that you would give somebody? Uh, <laughs> uh, let, let me rephrase that. If you were to pass away tomorrow, God forbid, mm-hmm. um, what would be the life advice that you would give someone?
0: Um, other than God has a plan. Cause he does. Um, you know, I would just say bet on yourself. Hmm. You know, I, I've so, so, so many times I've tried to put the ball in somebody else's court because I didn't think I was worthy or ready. And um, I was disappointed by that experience. And I, I had to sit back and go, you know, man, that really wasn't them, that was me. Because that was mine to run with. That was my ball to run with. That would they called that play for me. But I was so worried about messing it up that I threw it away. And let them run with it, but it's mine, right? You know what I mean, and that, and that, and you got to have ownership of that. You know, like you're doing game beyond the game. Like, I man, you have had these conversations with different people. That's your baby. That's yours, right. right? You know what I mean. And it's not for anybody else. People can be people are going to have to be a part of it. You're going to have to you're going to have to you know get with people that are smarter than you or 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 train better or or whatever. You're going to get with those people and not be intimidated by that and just own it every day, like, you know, I, I belong, I'm here, you know, just like you have to tell yourself in the league. You're looking around, and, you know, I was next to Walter Jones when I got to Seattle, but you know what I had to say every day? I, I belong, you know, I'm supposed to be here. Now let's go get busy, you know what I mean? So um, if, if anything, man, I was just like that mantra, that confidence, that swagger, like, take, bring it off the field with you. Bring it off the field with you. All that it belongs here too. It's mm. just different nomenclature, but that 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 belongs that fear, that hunger, that 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 fight that has to be. That's got to be every day. Mm. You,
2: know, you use a couple key words too, and I know we gotta get, gotta get out of gotta get out of here. You use the word belong, <laughs> and in psychology and, and neurolinguistics. It's like most people will lean on, and research says people want to do two things in life. That's breathe and belong. And the last point you made is making sure that you are accountable for doing those two things. That life isn't always easy throughout those trials and tribulations, but putting yourself in a position to breathe and belong and to score the touchdowns, in this particular case, yourself, to carry the ball to the end zone Yourself, I'm mm-hmm. so fortunate to be here with both of you. Uh, any final parting words? Uh, wh- where can we find you? Where could someone learn more about you, Rob, if they wanted to learn more about you, what you do, or your business?
0: Um, you know, we've got we've got a couple splash pages out uh, for, for Lockroom Consulting. Uh, that's a business that we are you know we are, we're we're uh, bringing along as well with our business Primitive. Uh, I'm on Instagram, RobSim67. Um, as far as content is concerned, we, we have been working diligently um, on the bones of the business, so to speak, you know what I mean, and making sure that's 100% right before we bring you uh, what we believe will be really a special offering with myself and Calvin and what we're bringing together. So, uh, you know, really, really excited to bring that, for, for people to see that towards, the, you know, you know as we get into summer and out of summer, out of, out of COVID. Um, to slow this down a little bit, but you know, hey, it won't stop us. Um, so, um, yeah. So, just look me up, but I, I promise you'll be more to come. And
2: can't wait. Oh, please, Prince. Uh, we
1: have we have a question from one of our guests. They said, um, um, since it seems like <laughs> your transition uh, was pretty smooth, and uh, mentorship and knowledge has been your foundation for success. You know, are there any type of books that you would refer to people um, as a resource? You know, to impact their life. I mean,
0: you know, the, the usual suspects. You know, Good to Great. I think is a, is a great book for a player, uh, for a player to read as they're coming, as they're making their transition. Because you you've been at the mountaintop already, and you know you've already got all the tools to get you back. You just have to figure out a way um, to do that. Um, you know, those who will be in management. You know, you win with people. Um, but, you know, like I said earlier, man, the, the books of the Bible have provided me so much motivation and have allowed me to overcome so many obstacles um, along the way um, and just really, really govern how I move and um, how ultimately we move, you know? So, you know, um, you know I, I would say those, you know, is I'm always got the book on tape. I'm always looking at sermons. I'm always... I'm always, you know, reading these books and stuff and trying to expand my, my mind. Uh, another thing to that, calling my transition was not easy. You know, that's another call we can talk about the other side of Rob. Don't don't let the don't let the Bible totem Rob come on. All right, uh, I have I have my run like everybody else. You know what I mean? And and, and, and done things I'm not proud of um, and all that. So. Uh, it's, this transition is not easy? You know, I would, I would, you know, have to make sure people understand that it is going to be a challenge.
2: fantastic! Your know, work is not easy, so and you obviously put in a lot of work. But thank you for making that official and saying that, uh, so we all understand, and certainly professional athletes understand. Like, man, hey, you he did, did nothing, right? Yeah. Thank you for certainly making that evident, uh, so we understand that as well. Uh, Absolutely. Thank- yeah, thank you all so very much for being here on our day five of the Talk That Talk 21 Day Transition with our incredible guest, Rob Sims. Please be sure to join us tomorrow for day six as we discuss work ethic and more with Jason Carter. Wakanda, out.
1: <laughs> Rob, thank you so much, baby. We out. Thank cool, sure. man. Thank you, man. Yes. All right, brother. All right. Peace. If you enjoyed this episode, Be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new show is posted. And please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. To learn more about our events, courses, and other programming, check out GameBeyondTheGame.com. Thanks so much for listening. Peace.